0: This is a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. We are joined by Morret Ungor from the University of Otago's Department of Economics for this week's instalment of Business as Usual on R one News. Today we will be discussing <clears throat> we'll be discussing uh, trade agreements and economic cooperation attempts of Aotearoa during the COVID nineteen uh, during COVID nineteen, following the Prime Minister's visit to the United States. Now, how did Aotearoa embrace the ideas of multi- multilateralism as a means of economic uh, recovery, Marat?
1: Uh, Hi, Zeke. First of all, it's an important question. Mm -hmm. Uh, New Zealand is an open economy with significant trade and financial links with other countries. And uh, multilateralism has been an essential component of New Zealand's international trade policy. And to combat the economic effects of the pandemic, New Zealand has embraced multilateralism as a means of economic recovery, as you say. Mm -hmm. And uh, to do that, there have been several Uh, diversification of trade partners, signing of new trade agreements, and strengthening existing agreements. Let me just give you a couple of examples. Uh, The first one, uh, New Zealand, Chile, and Singapore signed digital economy partnership agreement uh, in June 2020. And then, New Zealand and the United Kingdom uh, launched negotiations for the free trade agreement again in June 2020 Mm -hmm. and then we had an agreement in October 2021 and in late February uh, we had signing. Another one, another important one is that uh, we had the Regional Comprehensive and Economic Partnership. So this is called RCEP in abbreviation. So New Zealand, along with 14 major countries, signed this agreement and this is one of the uh, largest global free trade agreements. And we also had the China agreement, uh, which originally was signed in 2008. And there is a right now upgrade of this existing free trade agreement. And lastly, probably all of us will remember, uh, we had the Asia Pacific Economic Corporation and New Zealand hosted those meetings. Unfortunately, uh, it was fully digital because of the COVID situation. But again, it was a good job for New Zealand Uh, hosting this EPEC meeting. So basically New Zealand has been very active signing new trade agreements and strengthening the already existing agreements and these are all good signs uh, forward for the New Zealand economy.
0: That's great to hear. Now, you mentioned before that uh, Chile, Aotearoa and Singapore signed the Digital Economy Partnership Agreement in a virtual ceremony on June 12, 2020. Now, there are other countries signing such uh, digital trade agreements. W- what is a digital trade agreement, and why do countries sign them?
1: Sure. Uh, so this is actually going to a very important and very hot topic uh, for mm-hmm. the next decades. And, and in some I can easily say that digital trade agreements are necessary To address the challenges and opportunities of the data-driven economy, so we live in the age of data and information, and it sounds like a cliche, but it's also true. So this is the age of the digital economy, and one of the aspects of the digital economy is digital trade. So cross-border flows of digital technologies, services, necessitate policy coordination among countries, and think about. Uh, data privacy, think about consumer protection. So, these are all important aspects of digital economy. So, accordingly, what I mean by a digital trade agreement uh, can be summarized as follows it's a treaty, it's an agreement that establishes digital trade rules and digital economy collaborations between two or more economies. As you said, Chile, New Zealand, and Singapore signed this economic partnership agreement and this agreement basically gives us the rules and procedures to engage in a digital economy and digital trade and if you look at the regional comprehensive and economic partnership agreement if you look at chapter 12 of this agreement it's about the digital agreements and if you look at the very recent new zealand united kingdom free trade agreement there's chapter 15 and that chapter 15 is uh, strictly about the digital trade between new zealand and the united kingdom digital trade is very important and has potential to lower uh trade barriers to facilitate uh uh, market access and create new trade opportunities this is particularly important for a small open economy such as new zealand because if you look at new zealand more than 95 percent of all new zealand businesses are classified as uh, small or medium enterprises, SMEs. So these SMEs can explore business opportunities via development or adoption of new technologies. And another important aspect is that digital trade is inclusive. All people and businesses can participate in and contribute towards and benefit from its opportunities. This is particularly important for uh, disadvantaged groups and their involvement in economic activities. Think about Maori and Pacifica entrepreneurs. They can actually generate overall benefits for sustainable economic development. And uh, recently, for example, there was a uh, meeting between India and Australia, and the trade minister of Australia gave us some figures regarding the future, and if I remember correctly, so they are predicting that digital trade is predicted to grow to, like, very close to $200 billion Australian dollars by 2030. So there's a huge potential for businesses and for the consumers to explore these opportunities. So that's why it's important to explore regional digital trade, Uh, initiatives and uh, economic collaborations with other countries in in the Indo-Pacific region. So basically, I can say that data, knowledge, innovation, they are very important strategic assets for the future of New Zealand. So we have to understand this. And accordingly, digital trade will be recognized as uh, an important way for economic prosperity for New Zealand.
0: Now, one thing I'd like to touch on here is that Aotearoa is quite reliant on China for trade, as we export over twenty dollars. Uh, sorry, we export over twenty billion dollars worth of, of goods there annually, our uh, goods and services annually, and China is our largest trading partner. Uh, how can New Zealand diversify trade partners so we aren't dependent on the Asian superpower? Could we use uh, digital trade to to reduce our dependence? You reckon? Uh,
1: so digital trade agreements is one of the things. Uh, first of all, yes, as you say, China has become the uh, single most important dominant trade partner, both in terms of exports and in terms of imports uh, for New Zealand. So basically, uh, China, United States and Australia, they are the three biggest uh, largest trade partners for New Zealand. Uh, so we have to diversify our trade partners and we also have to diversify the goods that we export. So in terms of trade partners, yes, China was a uh, emerging giant in the beginning of 1980s, 1990s. And New Zealand was one of the first countries to commence free trade agreements with China. And the New Zealand-China trade agreement in 2008 was, uh, was the first uh, first uh, free trade agreement signed by an OECD country with China. So therefore, New Zealand and China have historical good relations in terms of trade partnership. But right now, Chinese economy has reached a maturity and we have new emerging giants in Asia. So we have to develop good relations with very high-growing countries. Two of them two of them are very important, and I'd like to give their names. One of them is Bangladesh, and the other one is Vietnam. So uh, if you look at several international reports, uh, Vietnam and Bangladesh uh, have good potential in terms of economic growth rates. They have been showing very high growth rates, uh, Vietnam also showed positive growth rate in 2020 in the heydays of uh, COVID. So New Zealand entrepreneurs and policymakers should act very quickly to develop and strengthen relations uh, with their counterparts in Bangladesh and Vietnam. So basically New Zealand can uh, sign new trade agreements or can uh, strengthen existing trade agreements with emerging, new emerging, uh, highly growing countries. So this is the trade partner side. Another important thing is that we cannot just rely on dairy products or tourism as our exports. Mm. We have to find a way to start exporting high technology intensive uh, goods. I can give you some uh, international comparisons to understand the position of New Zealand in those aspects. So I have some numbers from like 2019. And according to, so this is the World Bank data, and according to the World Bank data, high technology industries accounted for around 10% of all manufacturing exports from New Zealand in like 2019, just before the COVID. But the corresponding figure was like 17% in Japan, 19% in the US, 31% in China, And like more than 32% in South Korea. So basically, we are not doing a good job in terms of exporting high-tech industry. When you think about South Korea, you will remember, oh, okay, there's Samsung, there's Hyundai. So they have internationally well-known brands. So when people talk about New Zealand, okay, we have rugby, we have cricket, we have a very nice country, we have tourism, dairy products. But how about internationally well-known, high-tech intensive Products. So, if we can enrich our export bundles, including such high-tech industries, then it will uh, affect or it will contribute uh, to economic growth of New Zealand in a very significant way. And it will also help us because then you experience high growths, high growth rates. Then you can actually have power uh, to, to to combat with the econ- short-term economic problems, inflation. Or housing problems. So basically, high economic growth, high productivity, can uh, bring solutions to our structural problems. So that's why uh, enriching or adding new export goods to our export baskets, based on high tech, R and D intensive uh, goods or sectors, then we can do a better job.
0: So diversifying our trade partners and diversifying our economy is a exact, win-win exact, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So this is this is a one line summary. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.